welcome to the Rockwardness Podcast, where every episode we talk to a musician we love about their musical journey from its earliest beginnings to now, and they play us one of the first songs they ever wrote. We're your hosts. I'm Rose Sean. I'm Terrence LeClaire. And I'm Tony Tancredi. Hell yeah. Hi. Today, we're talking to another Tony, not this Tony, the other Tony. Tony Kim of Dance with the Dead. Are they metal? Are they synthwave? It doesn't matter. They'll make you dance. They've <laughs> toured all over the world. They have music featured in season four of Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. buddy. Yeah, they're basically Kate Bush now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're running up that hill. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and naturally are friends with our Tony. So, Tony, how do you know Tony? Tony, Tony, he's done it again. Okay, I met Tony. Well, me. We call each other me, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, through my beautiful wife. I'm pretty sure the first time we hung out, he just picked up a guitar and started shredding. And I was like, okay, you have my attention. Uh, And needless to say, we quickly started chatting music. And uh, later, Dance with the Dead even gave me the opportunity to tour with them. And it was a blast. They're a blast. Everything was blasty. It it was all blast. All blast. Hell yeah. I mean, let's blast off. But uh, (laughs) yeah, the Orange County ties run deep, uh, as we discuss often on this show. Uh, So deep, in fact that uh, we have a little spoiler that next week's guest... Yeah. (laughs) Earmuffs listeners. Uh, Next week's guest, uh, the guitarist for the band Atreyu, Travis Miguel, actually carpooled up to our backyard studio with Tony, so you may hear him chime in here and there. You should definitely listen to his episode next week, but for now, let's go. Let's go. And he had a banner that said, Free My G. So we've been trying to figure out what that's (laughs) all about, like who the G is. Yeah. It's a mystery. G. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm well, leave it well, to me well, to well. wait until we're rolling to choke. Which we are rolling. Tony, welcome. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. We have a we have a second Tony yes. on uh, today's episode. It's not the usual Tony. This is Tony this is Kim. In my phone, he's me. That's he's what it me says. on my it's phone just, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was me one and me too. Yep, me one wow. and me too. Wow, and you keep that straight. Aww. Yeah, I was like, hey, me, it's me. Yeah. Hey, me. Yeah. Wow. He's that's the cooler cool. Tony, though, for sure. No, not really. That's, um, oh. man, that's, that's, and you keep that straight. I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have known each other a long time then? No, I actually met Tony through my beautiful wife because they were like best friends. Yep. Still are. I mean, but no back way. in the day, hung out, they came up together a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Aww. So that, and that was somewhere in Orange uh, County? Yeah. I went to like, what, five years ago? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's right when you guys started dating. So we've been together for like six years. So yeah. yeah. You and Tony have been together. Yeah, for six me and Tony years. have been together for six years, uh, and I've loved every minute. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's so funny. I definitely, um, you know, doing the sort of cursory Google search uh, for this, I was like, wow, like this guy was all over Orange County. Like, they uh, there were like a whole bunch of different bands name checked. Uh, yeah, I don't know how accurate that is because like the people that interview us, they're like, "Oh, we did some research on you guys, and you guys were like in these black metal bands." We're like, "No, <laughs> never." Oh no! Well, that wasn't so much it. It was more just like, it seems like there's a lot of like cross pollination. Oh mean, yeah, for in sure. what was probably like a fairly small scene. It was and it wasn't. It was I want to say what like '98. Travis, what was it? The whole scene when everyone's starting bands. 97? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. like the SoCal, like punk scene, hardcore right. scene. So all of us were just, you know, hey, I could stop skating and join a band and be cool. Right. So yeah, that yeah. was yeah. kind of what was happening. There yeah. was like it was the- already, I mean, like, uh, I mean, No Doubt had already, like, kind of like, that was like the breakthrough Orange County OC band. Yeah, exactly. At that time, were they part of that scene too? Like, just because they're musicians? I think I think they were because the whole like ska and like the punk scene yeah. was 
on the boom and Sublime. Yeah. yeah. Being from Orange County. And then... Um, Garden Grove, right? Or just, it just uh, pretty much skyrocketed, but, and, you know. But they were yes. older, right? They were a little bit older. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I think probably yeah, a few years older. Yeah, because I think when his I albums think, came out already, like by '94 and stuff. Well, I know, I know when No Doubt put out that first record, they'd already been a band for like nine years. Yeah, or something. probably. But I want to go back a little bit, Tony. Like, so guitar. What was your first guitar? It was probably like the ninety-nine dollar. <laughs> thing from Guitar Center that, that comes with, with like eight cables and yeah. like a five watt amp, like yeah. a yeah. Fender or like Squire. It was a Squire. Squire, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, classic yeah. Strat. Yeah, and then after that, I'm sure I pawned it off for for you know <laughs> traded for a skateboard. <laughs> and then uh, my brother actually got me like a like a cheaper Telecaster from Fender. Yeah. And honestly, I still don't know what happened to it. But <laughs> I, I was a kid growing up that had other people's guitars. Yeah. I was like pretty good at what I did, but like I never had my own amp. I never had my own guitar. And it was just like, hey, can I use your guitar? I'm starting a band. And, just, <laughs> and they're like, know. uh sure, here, here. Yeah. Did you just yeah. like learn on your own or like Yeah, I mean I think for most people my age growing up, it was Green Day was kind of like the, yes. the gate opener. I had like, that guitar book. <laughs> the Dookie So like when one. Dookie came yeah. out, it just I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean and Nirvana and other bands too, but Green Day, yeah. you know, mainly was like it changed my life. Yeah, I was definitely getting my guitar teacher to like teach yeah. me Nirvana songs. Because it was like three chords. All, all you need to know yeah. is three chords. Yeah. You know? That's, so, yeah, that's all I wanted. That was that <laughs> Oakland scene. It was very similar to the SoCal scene. Yeah, because they're all from North. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so when I saw that on MTV, I was just like, wow. And my brother, who is seven years older than me, was like, that's not punk rock, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dead Kennedys and Black sure. Flag. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, sure. I don't like that, though. I like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then sooner or later, more bands started getting on the radio, like Bad Religion, Rancid, you know, Face to Face. And then this whole scene, just every yeah. kid was like, yeah, this yeah. is the best. Yeah. Gosh, I remember that. I, I When I was like 18, I met some kids who were from the D.C. area and they were all listening to um, hardcore. Like a, there was this band from, I think, Richmond called Avail. Yep. And uh, gosh, what was, oh, they were really into the Get Up Kids as well, which is not really the same thing. But Not like, at all. I love them, though. But uh, <laughs> gosh, what was that other band they listened to? Um, oh, I can't remember now. But, but, they, but they also, like, all of their, like, Northern Virginia friends uh, were, were in these kind of, like, screamo hardcore bands, yeah. uh, which was kind of, like, totally foreign to me because there was no scene at all in my hometown. Right. Well, there was like a micro scene, but yeah, it was, uh, that was kind of a fun time to be a teenager. It was. But yeah, so, so you were into those bands and as you just kind of would listen and just practice on those guitars, like just picking up chords. Yeah, I, I just pretty much picked it up by ear. And then I think my mom, you know, eventually put me in to get like lessons. Oh, cool. And then the guy's like, oh, what can you play? And I was kind of like lying, like, I wrote the song last night, but it was like a, ba- a song by a band called No Effects. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I wrote, song? It was uh, sticking in my eye. So this guy was like, <laughs> yeah, I wrote that. he's like, I mean, like, you need theory training, but like, for the most part, like, you have a pretty good ear. Yeah. Um, but so I think I took lessons from, I don't even think I learned anything. I think he just literally shredded every time I went there. And I was like, okay, I didn't learn anything, but just do shreds. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, I just kind of learned on my own. And then my brother, who's also a musician, would kind of, you know, tutor me like, no, try this, do this. And then eventually I just kind of figured it out on my own where I could just hear a song. It might not be to the T the way it's played, but I could figure out the chord progression, you know. So I just did that, learned all the Green Day songs. 
You know, on <laughs> other <whatever>. people's guitars. <laughs> yeah, on other yeah. people's guitars. <laughs> what kind of amps did you like back then and stuff? Uh, I think I could vouch for everyone my age too on that everyone probably had this amp called a uh, brand called Crate. Yes. Crate. Yes. Yes. And you got like the full stack that I don't even think the other cabinet even did anything. No, it didn't. <laughs> it was just there. It's just for look, yeah. Uh, but I think everyone had that. Yeah. Um, and then you had the metal zone pedal. Yep. Metal yep. zone, yeah. yes. Um, so and whatever my brother had too, I would just go in his room when he's not there and like take stuff. <laughs> was he playing in bands? Yeah, he was. And we had a rough batch growing up because I was that kid. Like, oh, he's not home. I'm gonna take all his CDs and records. And, <laughs> oh you know, no. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, I, he pretty much sat me down and kind of showed me a thing or two and. You know, eventually I just picked it up. Nice. Yeah. Was he like, all right, man, if you're going to use my shit, I'm going to show yeah. you how to use it. <laughs> you got to use it wisely. But he was not a fan of the music I like. He was like, oh, because oh. he's seven years older. So he was like listening to Radiohead and okay. whatever. He's oh, like, wow. dude, this is not like punk. This is yeah. trash. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to listen to punk, like he had some records like Clash. And yeah. But when you're like 12 or 13, you're like, dude, no. Yeah. Like this. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like I remember uh, just being really obsessed with the offspring when I was 12. Yep. Because I didn't, you know, nobody was showing me like, quote unquote, real punk anyway. Right. And it was just like, my parents hate this. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so was there like a, what was like a song? Like, were you writing your own kind of like dookie sounding songs? <laughs> I mean, I was, but it was by myself. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the first band that I actually started was, I think when I was around a freshman or sophomore in high school and it was with like a drummer, bass player, and it was like actually like sat down and figured out like you're playing this, I'm playing this. Um, so yeah, that was like my first experience jamming with other dudes. Oh, that's so Before cool. it would just be two dudes in the guitar like, hey, let's jam. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's one guy playing over the other guy and it's like, dude, like I can't hear myself. <laughs> you know, you know what? It's, oh, like, yeah. it's the noise war. Like, oh yeah, you turn your up amp on up, yeah. and the other guy turns his amp up, and you're like, yep. it's just stupid. And that's where tinnitus is born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That actually, literally though, yes. that is that is where. Where we start our hearing loss, probably. I'm going to write a book called uh, My Garage Gave Me Tinnitus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where Tinnitus Was Born. That's funny. So uh, is that the song you're going to play for us? Like, Yeah. So the band, I don't know how the name came about, but I, it was called PhD and it's for physically disabled. <laughs> I don't know who named it, but you know, like the SoCal bands have like yeah. goofy, yeah. stupid names. Yeah. Um, and then the song was called Anarchy, man, because we thought we were so punk. We're like, Anarchy's punk, man, <laughs> yep. whatever. But um, yeah, it took me a minute to figure out, like before coming on the show, I was like, I think this is how it went. Yeah. <laughs> I might have polished it up a little bit. You know? mean, are, are there recordings yeah. to listen to? Or? There was a tape. I, I, I don't even know if those are even around. Okay. Because I mean, I'm still friends with one dude from the band, but we haven't physically seen each other in like 25 years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. And, it's a, and it's a cassette tape. Yeah, oh, I remember man. we went to this dude's house in Lake Forest, and he had like a studio. <laughs> nice. And our parent, our, one of our moms dropped us off. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, you guys are a band, cool. And like we kind of did like a pre-production thing. He was probably rolling his eyes like, this is so bad, but I'm getting paid. <laughs> um, we recorded it live, and then he mastered, mixed, and we picked it up the next day, and like it was Whoa. like four songs. Nice. One day wow. turnaround. Wow. It was like a cassette tape. It was four songs. We're like, Please find that. I want to yeah. hear it. I I'm get sure it's out there somewhere. On the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's some really decent yeah. turnaround though too. Yeah. Like <laughs> four songs done. One day. And I remember like the mom, whoever's mom was like, oh, like let's hear it, you know? Yeah. And like the first <laughs> song is like talking about like, 
you know, after government. We're like 13. What do we know yeah. about politics? Right. I know, right? And then, like, I could tell she was just like, oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't down. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice to have that supportive parent who's like, yeah, we'll drive you to the recording studio. And then yeah. they hear what you're doing and they're like, Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, good for you, honey. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure I was like the only kid in the circle that like smoked cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> so like I was the, always the kid that got in the car and it's like, you know, they know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, uh, they, uh, yeah. Is this, is this yeah. kid the bad influence? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why as like a 14-year-old kid, you think that anybody doesn't know that you're smoking cigarettes, especially an adult. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like... <laughs> not like they can't smell it like yeah. oh come yeah on. you remember no, like I just agreed. putting on cologne right after or like perfume yeah and it's like no you just smell like cigarettes and cologne now. yeah yeah exactly i mean even now i don't smoke like if i see someone walk you know, walking by or whatever you get that whiff it's like wow yeah that's that's pretty strong right or like but, in the clothes yeah. and stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah but if you're getting into your friend's parents car they yeah they know <laughs> <laughs> newsflash they know it's yeah. hilarious yeah that's so true that's great i love that so it's just like a studio in somebody's house yeah, it was some, I don't even, I mean, I, this was so long ago, and I, I just remember it was the dude's house in South County, and then just like a regular house, and he just opens another extra bedroom, and it's like, he's got like the board, the analog tape machine, we're like, whoa. Nice. Nice. Um, nice. I guess he was a, nice. he was a pioneer of OG home studio owners. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was way back when, because what year are we talking? This was like, oh, man, 97, 96. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, he know. was a pioneer. Yeah. So were you guys just like, oh my God, a real studio? Were you like so stoked? Yeah, we recording? literally found it in the OC, whatever, OC uh, register. Yeah, or weekly, whatever. We saw, we saw an ad. Oh, no, it was actually a magazine called Mean Street. It was free. Travis knows this magazine. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. No, I've you seen go those. to record shops and you know they'll have these free magazines yeah. you grab and it would have like a band on the cover that you've heard of. Oh my and god! And they review bands and interviews. So we saw there was like a classifieds area, and I remember there was this dude like you know recording demos, the rate, call for whatever. Yeah. So we're like, oh, wow. this, this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this. You know. Wow. That <laughs> now that that is old school because yeah, I remember like our local record store had a couple of branches, and they had their own little like free magazine where they're like, you know, hipster employees would like review albums yeah. and stuff, and they totally had a classified. Oh my god, I had forgotten that existed. Yeah. That's amazing. So this song is called <laughs> Anarchy Man. Anarchy Man. <laughs>
That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anarchy man. Dude, yeah. your fingers are so fast. Yeah. Well, so I was watching you and that was incredible. When we were when I was in that band, we were like obsessed with like bands like No Effects, yeah. Strung Out. Yeah. Where these bands were like just fast, like had metal riffing guitars. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of like, let's rip that off. Yeah. But be called physically the same. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I get it. So, Ironic. What, what was like the guitar and amp you were recording at that time, that song? Is it like... Oh my God, I think I'm going to need Travis's help. It's a British amp company, but they're known for a bass. They, it starts with a T. Oh, it's not... It was like a stack? Not terrace, no. I, I forget. But it was like this green combo amp. My mom bought it for me from the guy who was giving me lessons. Nice. nice. <laughs> it was at a guitar shop. And um, so I had that amp with probably like a DOD overdrive. Nice. Um, no tuner. Yep. I, think that, I remember the guy at the studio was like, you got to tune your guitar, man. You're so out of tune. I'm like, nah, dude, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. We're punk rock band. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Um, um, do you remember any of the lyrics? So I sang along with the bass player. We were like, kind of like Blink-182. We would mm-hmm. like switch off, but I kind of remember like something like when he was singing, it was like, Anarchy Man showed up in the sky to save the day once again or something. I mean, you were stupid <laughs> yeah. lyrics. Oh, yeah. oh, like Anarchy Man was like a superhero. Yeah, and like oh. we were like, F the government, like, you know, punk rock, whatever. And we had probably had no, like literally zero idea what we're talking about. Nice. Yeah, so we need to find this tape now. So yeah, we can, I know. So we can put up the original <laughs> yeah. recording it's, online. It's yeah. pretty important that you find this tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, for humanity. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I don't even have like CDs of bands from like six years ago or seven years ago. You know what I mean? Like, same. It kind of sucks. You you like forget to save that stuff. Yeah, oh. you know, or, and then it's or, impossible to find it. Or the disc is uh, the CD gets scratched and like because you oh, left it in, it in your hot yeah. car. Yeah, yeah. yeah or or it's just like in like an old hard drive or, or yeah, something. a lacy hard drive. That, there, there it is. You yeah. don't have the power cable. Lacy hard drive that <laughs> yeah. breaks down. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So like speaking of so after. Uh, PhD went their separate ways, I assume, you know. <laughs> you went their separate um, ways. Yeah. What was like some other bands and projects? Um, after that, I think the band I was in, from what I can remember, was a band called Click. And that was, now we're going in phases. Yeah. Now this is like the Screamo era. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was, I was in a band, in that band for, I want to say like four years, five years. Um Guitar and, and that's, singing? That's, 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 I just play guitar, but yeah, yeah. that's the band where we really took it seriously. Yeah. Um, even, I think, met with some labels. Yeah, like this could be a career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I Tuning think, guitars. I think <laughs> yeah, pretty much were. same thing, just, you know, the members just didn't agree on stuff and uh, part of ways. I think I'm still friends with, I'm still in contact with the drummer. But um, so after that happened... Um, actually, I'm sorry. Before Click, I was in another pop punk band called Nothing New. Mm. <laughs> and I was from, because I'm from Irvine, California. Uh, there were other friends of mine that were in other bands, and it was just like a constant just competition. <laughs> like, hey, they have a demo, so we got to get a demo and make it better. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, you see the flyering and the stickering, and we had to put our sticker over their sticker. The sticker war. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> how but many we were th- all how friends. How many times have yeah. you played Chain Reaction? Actually, quite, honestly, not that much. Oh, really? Maybe like six, 40. seven times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I'm sorry. What's was chain that reaction? the hit? It's oh, kind of like the spot in Orange County. Oh, oh, oh like oh, capital it's a venue. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a song. It's kind of like the CBGBs of like Anaheim. Exactly. Uh-huh. And <laughs> every band's played. You can get in all ages, and it was like all the 
like hip, like right. hardcore. Like kids punk would or, go there knowing a, a bigger band's playing yeah. and wait there with their demos and CD and flyers to pass out to the people coming out of the show. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was a wow. thing. That's entrepreneurial. Yeah. Chain That's reaction. so funny. I, you were sort of describing that competition with the other bands of like, oh, they've got a demo. We, we got we <laughs> to get stickers, whatever. I feel like that's like, yeah, that's what you did before Instagram. But we were all going to the same exact place to get all these made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're just keeping that one yeah. sticker business. Uh, just in business. Yeah. But yeah, so after all these bands, you know, after that I was in another band called Lunar Fiction, which was kind of like a very experimental band of like metal, disco, pop. Um, that one got pretty serious too. And then... Saw the London Sun video. Yeah, so that was a long time ago. And then after that, I started a, like a pop band with a buddy of mine called Strangers at Dawn, but that never really went anywhere. It was like a passion thing. We tried to take it somewhere, but... What kind um, of music was that? Kind of like... The Killers, kind of like pop rock. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, but you know that kind of sizzled out. And on the side, I was uh, writing music with my friend Justin, who's yeah. my bandmate now. Yeah, We've been Justin. friends since we were kids. And I watched the Drive soundtrack, and I was blown away by uh, yeah. Kavinsky's Night Call. Oh yeah, dude, this is amazing. I could do this. Yeah. And I was kind of learning how to like produce on my own on my laptop. So long story short, I started writing all these songs and, you know, Justin was already kind of a step ahead of me with recording his knowledge. So I'll send him all these songs. I did on Reason. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. can you make the sound better? Shout out and to he Reason. Was, and he's like, hey, why don't we just do this together? Because I like, I love dance music too. And the thing was, all the song titles were like horror movie themed. Yeah, yeah. Because I love horror movies. And so does he. So one day I sent him a song called Dance with the Dead. And he's like, the song kind of sucks, <laughs> but I love the name. Why don't we just make that our band? Nice, nice. Since we both love horror movies. And then, yeah. Dude, Dance with the Dead is, I love that band name. Yeah. And it's perfect. It, and it sums up what you're doing. Yeah. Perfectly. And 2012 was kind of when we started really writing our first record. And then, and, you know, we weren't even taking it seriously. It was like, dude, let's just get, you know, let's have some cocktails, make, yeah. make some beats. If something happens, awesome. If not, yeah. we're having fun doing this, you know? And that's amazing. You guys knew each other since you were kids. Kids. Yeah. And like, but he was doing music too, but you never thought to like collaborate until later? Um, I mean, we kind of did back in the day when we were on the, the competing pop punk band. Oh, <laughs> he had the other uh, stickers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it never really crossed my mind. Like, he was kind of known as the best drummer in Orange County too. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. So I didn't know Justin played drums. Yeah. What? Yeah. Tony. Where were you? Come on, Dude. Tony. Well, I don't know. Well, Travis will well tell you his version of the, the drumming the, story. The wrong <laughs> part of Orange more, County, yeah. clearly. Yeah. He has more ties with the drum story with, you know, with Justin okay, than I do. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, and then we started this band, and you know, we released our first record on Halloween of 2013. Perfect. And then uh, our lives changed forever. Yeah. And it was just, to this day, I, I'm like so grateful and blessed. Like, it's crazy. Did you know it was going to click like that? No. It was just literally like, hey, dude, you're the one with the really nice, like, you know, Mac Pro, like, computer and <laughs> yeah. Logic. Can yeah. I come to your house and just record? Yeah, and hook me up. We'll, write yeah. a, we'll start a band, but I'm just going to live at your house and just learn how to use this thing. Wow. Yeah. So we wrote, I don't know, like 50 songs or something and then narrowed it down to, like, this will be the album and released it on Halloween and literally, like, just it changed our lives. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. We still, I was just out there in Washington, uh, like literally a couple of days ago and like I still talk about it with them like how do we get here yeah. <laughs> for, for drinking Bacardi and then like using logic and, <laughs> yeah. you know so that's amazing I you know I love that you mentioned the drive soundtrack because um well two two reasons first 
when I was listening to your songs on Spotify, I definitely had that vibe. And, you know, there's even, um, I felt like, wow, this sounds like, I feel like I'm driving right now, even though I'm sitting at a desk. But also, like, that movie's soundtrack was really influential. It's very influential. Yeah. Yeah. To a lot of people to the point that there's even these YouTube channels where it's just, like, this one kind of animation that's sort of, like, infinite. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And and it's just this, like, vibey synthwave thing, and you can just, like, put it on and hang out. But what I think is cool about dance with the dead is that it's like it's that but it's just like a little it's got that edge where it's like a little more engaging and it feels more like i guess i don't know like a little more goth than chill or something yeah for sure your music is so danceable it's so funny you say like it's oc weekly did a uh a little thing on us and the guy literally wrote dance of the dead show is the only show you'll go where you'll see metalheads goth kids Nerds, yeah, <laughs> and you know whatever kids all getting along, yeah, in the same one same room, yeah, dude. That one tour I, I did it. with you, Uniter. it was the craziest seeing all the Wait, crowds. Carpenter Brute, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that tour, all the crowds. I was like, who are these people? Because yeah. it was one person from every place on the earth yeah. came to your show. That's uh, great, man. That's I mean, that's 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 what you want. That's yeah. like it's appeal, but um, that's so cool. I love I love that. Like yeah, like the. When you think about high school and all like different cliques. Because it's kind of bringing all your influences together. Like you said, so you and Justin, like, was Justin the first one to get into like dance music? Or you said you were into it too? Like- I mean, I always loved like Justice and Daft Punk. Yeah. And probably because I was in the band, the band I mentioned, Lunar Fiction, that was very like disco oriented. So I got that from my brother. He just kind of made me like a compilation of like, these are the best disco songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was blown away how something so simple could just make your head bop for hours. Like, dude, this is so addicting. You know what I mean? Yep. So, uh, I mean, even though me and Justin love punk, metal, I mean, we love everything. Really, we, we both do love metal and stuff like that, but um, that's kind of where this band kind of started was like, we love dance music. We love metal. How do we, like, make it work? Yeah, so smart. Fuse metal with dance music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, your guitar work. In those in the songs and like watching you play live, it's fucking amazing. Thank you. Yeah, the live setup too to have yeah. like an actual guitarist yeah, playing yeah. those lines, you know, yeah, right? Yeah, That's yeah, electric elevates music the with performance. Yes. Yeah. So you had you you were kind of just uh, dabbling in the electronic. Yeah. So the, the buddy I was in the band with before Dance of the Dead, I loosely just kind of like took his MacBook. I was like, Hey, can I borrow this? <laughs> nice. I'll, I'll write us demos, but let me just borrow it. You know, so I was writing demos for us, but also like really learning how to like produce music Um, or just at least learning how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to the point where I was good enough to do like demos. So I was sending over Justin like, you know, whatever. I was just pumping out songs left and right. Like, what about this? What about that? And then eventually I just kind of learned as we're going to the point where like we could do our own records, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. So That's so cool. Um, uh, let's see, I was going to ask you about, oh, you know, I was reading, um, I was reading an interview you guys did and you were talking about, um, because you don't have a singer, like telling the story with, uh, with, uh, with a lead line. And I was kind of curious, like, are you, are you visualizing something when you're doing that? Or are you coming up with sounds you like, I mean, yeah, are you, are you like, are you like imagining something, um, narrative in your head when you're writing yeah because you were a singer too so um not yes and no um i mean 
I'll use like Dead Mouse as an example. There's for the most part, there's no singing. Right. Just the beat, and the dude plays in front of you know twenty thousand or more, and people just lose their minds. So, but in a way, his music is also telling a story. It just builds up to this climax where you're like, wow, that was huge, and he will bring it back down. So, you know, we use just basic strong song structure formats, but we also since we don't have a singer, we have to make it not boring. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how can we make this interesting? So Enter the solo. We try to use like the synthesizers and the guitar as like the vocal for us where it's, there's like a hook, you know, um, and the song could just go as long as the hook's there. So that's kind of how we focus. Uh, and some songs just kind of tell their own journey as we write it, like, wow, you know. But I, I never really just sit there like, what am I? What am I feeling right now? You know, I just kind of write whatever comes right. to my head. Right. It's yeah. not like what is the song about. Yeah. It's just like, the, it more about like, I'm writing in this vibe. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. cool. That's interesting. I'm like, myself. I'm very much like a lyric geek, and even you know, with music I listen to, music I write, whatever. So it's really interesting to me to see people who who write interesting music that doesn't have words, because, you know, I'm like, but what do you, what do you do with with no words? Yeah. And, and you can do plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, for me, I just hear riffs in my head all night. Like my girlfriend's like, you're not even paying attention to the movie, but I'm just hearing <laughs> just ideas in my head and it's all the wheels always spinning. That's so awesome. I love that about you. The next day I got to go in the studio and just like, I don't want to forget this. Or I even, she's seen me do it on my phone. I'm like, I'm sorry. I have this baseline and I'm like, whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, you I, use I voice was, memo. I was, yeah. 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 I was going to ask you that very thing. Dude, are you just constantly recording voice memos? Otherwise I have to power up everything and yeah. I, by then I'm going to yeah, forget yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's kind of, I just hear riffs in my head. <laughs> What's your favorite riff in like one of your most recent songs? Would you be able to play it right now? Um, maybe. I know that's an acoustic. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's off our record called Left to Death, and the song's called Go. I have never played an acoustic. Let me try it. Something like that, you know what I mean? But I just, yeah. oh, we'll hear those riffs, and then since we're in the technology era where we could send back and forth the sessions, I'll send it to my bandmate, and he's like, let me add something to that, and it just keeps evolving. Where we're sending sessions back and eventually just becomes the the final thing. So. I'm the big gear nerd. If you haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> so like w- setup wise, what do you like to use? And like, do you plug in through like the laptop through all that stuff too, or do you just have your own separate like? I have a like- separate setup at, for my home studio. So I have the Apollo Twin X uh, Duo, I think, and then the Mac Mini that's like just beefed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I use Logic. Um, we both use Logic, and then. Just for guitars, we have Kempers and Helixes for guitars and stuff like that. But there's also amazing like VSD companies that are just making these amp sims that are so good. Yeah, no amps live, right? It's all just your. I use my Kemper live. Okay. Uh, yeah, but your... for recording, yeah. um, I use you know we have the Backat. We have you know Neural DSP is an amazing company. They make amazing guitar stuff. Um, or I'll just use the Line Six Helix. And then as for everything else, it's like just you know audio samples for beats. Just yeah, I mean that's the sh- crappy part is you have to sound hunt for a kick, yeah. like for I know an that hour game. or two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but once everything comes together, it's like cool. That's yeah. awesome. And so like that way, it transposes its way live in a more like concurrent way. So now we have a live drummer. Yeah. So when he oh, plays, sick. everything's triggered. So he has this exact sample. Yeah. What's on our record? That's key. So yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. It just our show became more you know 
elevated of a band yeah. oh yeah than just two dudes that's dope so i still haven't seen you with a drummer and i can't wait yeah well we, we did in uh, europe and we came back and was like cool the world is shut down if we we were told if we were there one more day we would have might might have been stuck in norway that wouldn't have been the worst thing to be honest no <laughs> so i like it when it's cold yeah <laughs> well also like uh, yeah i don't know probably a lot of things about you know their response to the crisis that might yeah. have been better but uh, but you would have had to find a place to stay. Yeah. But now I like that riff you played. That kind of felt like um, sort of a classic metal. Yeah, it's like our thing. love for like Metallica or something. Yeah, you know? well, I was thinking yeah. Metallica, but then I was like, oh, maybe that's too obvious. I don't know. It's interesting. Like a lot of bands like kind of pulled from those metal riffs like in the mid-2000s. I feel like there was a big resurgence of like Iron Maiden kind of like yeah. riffs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, like combining it with like dance music is so perfect because there's a lot of like trance and like different kind of, you know, stuff happening that just like begs for like instruments in it. Yes. So I'm yeah. glad you guys are doing that. Thank you. <laughs> I love seeing like electronic music with live instruments that like, I don't know, it bridges the gap for me. But there's even like, like bands like Tycho, they're like, I mean, they're mostly instruments, but they're like... But they have like amazing visuals. Yeah, you well, know what I mean? that too. And so like, since you guys love film so much, especially those horror films, you know, like combining all that. Have you thought about scoring like any horror films, by the way? We have, because like, um, yeah. our, our friends in like editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anytime they need source music, he, he'll hit me up and be like, hey, I need something that sounds like this. Oh, sick. And then Travis and I are partnered in that. So usually we're like, all right, we need... You know, a reggae song, and then now we need a, a you know, oh wow, so a Motley like, Crue sounding song or whatever, you know. But we love just writing anyway. So for us, if anything, it's just we're having fun. Oh, so you guys, so you like do a bunch of different genres, like yeah, whatever the whatever the film needs. That's amazing. Know? We're just the guys to just bring it to life. Do you have a publishing deal, or that's just through a personal connection? It's a personal connection. Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's fun. That's like a fun exercise too. Like to. I know. know. Is there is there like an example of a riff that like no one would expect? Like, uh, with the dead? like Travis did all the the. That's something me and Travis do on the side. If, yeah, if yeah. our buddies like, hey, I need music for a film, like him and I partner up. Yeah, yeah. And so I could focus more on like the engineering. Oh, okay, cool. And producing it, and Travis will just do all the the tracking, but we'll brainstorm together. Like, don't give us a reference. Like, we want something like this. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And then we're like, okay, what can we get away with without <laughs> someone just being like, that's a blank <laughs> ribbon, you know? buddy. What um, movies can we uh, watch to hear you? Uh, there's a, the movie's called Night Watchmen. It's like a horror comedy. Okay. I think it's on Prime. Sweet. Night Watchmen. Um, yeah, yeah, Night Watchmen, yeah. Um, and I did a couple other stuff for the, the directors where they needed like a dubstep song or something, you know. Sure. Like, I think I could do dubstep and yeah. figure it out, you know. Wait, yeah, how how would you do dubstep? Like, this is right when like the wobble thing sure. was big. So I was like, how do I make the bass wobble? So I was like, just I remember all doing sense, a full right? time of research and then eventually I figured it out and I was like, yes. What's the secret? <laughs> Tell us the secret. Yeah, it's pretty much just like an LFO thing on the, That's I it. was using Reason at the time and you just have to make it where it just does this thing on the frequency. Yeah, and, and it, it just, like times it so it's like a knob turning kind of situation. Yeah, and right? it just like, ends up going. You could control the tempo and whatever you wanted to do. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but <laughs> it, it bugged me that I couldn't figure it out. So right, yeah. you're like. So you nailed yeah. it. <laughs> how is this? How is this a thing that like quote unquote everybody's doing, and yeah. I don't know how to do it? Yeah. Yeah, I I know I get that. You're like I've heard this is easy. Hmm. <laughs> um, do you ever write lyrics? Not at all. Have you? I mean, you did like long ago, but like that was just a certain point where you were like, yeah, nah. I mean, I'm sure every song was about like a heartbreak or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's great. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't 
literally jotted down a lyric in probably 25 years. Wow. I mean, you know, it's cool. It's like with instrumentals and dance music, like you kind of like, it gives people like their own opportunity to guess what like the song would be about just based on feel without having any words. Yeah. We, we get that a lot. Like this song reminds me of something like this or yeah. going through that and people... I think that's a cool thing. People listen to our music and they kind of create their own imagination of what they're hearing, you know? Yeah. So, Is there like a particular song now that you think like sort of exemplifies like the journey of Tony? Uh, I, I just say everything on, huh? on Dance of the Dead, really. I mean, the, the entire, so far from day one has been a journey, you know? I mean, every song has a, has a story of whatever, you know? So it's, um, I'd say the whole, the whole, whole thing. What's a song like you and Justin are like, that's, that's our best song? <laughs> we have a song called Riot, which is kind of like usually halfway through our set. But when that song comes on and we're playing it, the entire place just explodes. Yeah. And you see people moshing, dancing. <laughs> a lot of people look like they're having seizures, but they're having a good time. <laughs> Whatever they're doing for you know, their moves. But the whole point is the whole place just comes to life. And it's like you could feel that energy in, in the room, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really good feeling. Love it. Yeah. Is, there, is there any chance of recreating that on an acoustic guitar? Uh, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? It's like translating anything like, like electronic music to an acoustic guitar is yeah. like, uh, I mean, I could, but why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would enjoy that. Not but. built for it. <laughs> um, you guys have been doing a bunch of, or have put out a couple of remixes recently. Yeah. So our management kind of just pitched a couple ideas like, hey, there's a uh, band called the Dead Daisies. Mm-hmm. Their new record's about to come out, and they need some like club remixes. Oh, yeah. And so, I don't know if you guys know who Glenn Hughes is, but he, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. He was in the Deep Purple at one point. Um, so it's like an all-star band. Um, so he had just joined for this record. So you know, our management's like, I mean, these are like big names, and I think we were still kind of in shock of everything going on. We're like, I think we're gonna pass. A, it's like, you know, like, we're confused. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on in the world right now? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what we're wondering. And then he's like, well, before you pass, say, l- look at what you're passing on. Like, these are big names. So we're like, send us a song. L- we'll listen to it. So we listened to it, and then we started getting ideas. So we're like, oh, we'll do it, you know? So we did two, and I want to I say it went pretty well. I yeah, don't know. I don't know I, if their fan base were like, what is this? <laughs> no, I, thought, I mean, I thought they sounded great. That's why I asked about them, but... Um, so yeah, but it was like also a time of, I don't think our heads were really there creative, creative wise, because it was still like pandemic. I think it was like a summer or something. Yeah. So it was still fresh and terrible. So, Mm. um, yeah, it was just kind of hard to get in the creative mode. Like, I know I have to do this, but I don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think Uh, you might remix more stuff now? Um, I mean, maybe we usually do that when we're just like, Hey, we're not writing. Mm -hmm. Let's remix something for fun. Give me something to do. Yeah. You know, but uh, right now we're finishing up on new music um, and um, getting that all wrapped up. So, is there a new album coming? Uh, eventually, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. Sweet. Well, eventually, I'll look for it. Is there any random song you want to play with that guitar? It's such a sweet guitar that Martin. Um, honestly, I don't play acoustic much. <laughs> I don't. And my girlfriend got me this for Christmas. Oh. So I was like, oh, awesome! I don't have an acoustic. I haven't had one in like twenty years. And then. Does no. she want you to write acoustic songs now? 
No, she's I mean, like, she's hey. she's pretty laid back, but I think she was like, that's the only thing you don't have. You have everything else except an acoustic. <laughs> right. You know? so and she, I, I like that she got you this nice, like, matte black yeah. acoustic. It's, it's like, like yeah. it's very on brand. So Tony. But yeah, that, that Martin, that's like <laughs> the most metal Martin I've seen. Thank you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I think she was like, he would like black. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm stoked on it. I should probably play it more, but yeah. Yeah, and it, have you like come up with anything since it, like just on that guitar, like just picking it up? Um, I literally just, I mean, I literally play this every time I pick this up. <laughs> it just sounds like an acoustic thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't even know what that is. I love that. I just play that. I'm like, it's an acoustic. It's. You know? I mean, it's like you know, Metallica had like you know, nothing else matters and stuff. Like, there's you know, who knows? Maybe you'll have some acoustic jams. Yeah, in the maybe. Future. maybe. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I got into Metallica at the point that they like got haircuts and like, you know, wrote more. <laughs> Going like, through anger management. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was? Uh, reload. It's probably, reload. It sounds like yeah. a touch of yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Reload. Yeah. Um. I mean, and then you know, went backward from there, but. Uh, that's so funny. I mean, you know, everybody needs an acoustic guitar. You know, it's good for uh, coffee shops. Not that you're playing those. <laughs> yeah. um, no, uh, but like, you know, if people come over. I found myself, if I'm downstairs, because that's where it chills. Yeah. I'll go downstairs and if I have like, I'm cooking something, you know, I'm like, I got like 15 minutes. Yeah. I'll pick this thing up and just kind of like noodle around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so it is very therapeutic in that sense. I know. I mean, we're really excited. I'm excited to, you know, maybe some acoustic jams in the future. Yeah, I can't wait to some see like, you know, the future dance with yeah. the dead. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll Tony, see. man, thank you so yeah. much yeah. for being here. Thank you guys here. for having me. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your stories with us, man. Thank you. Yeah. My man. My man. And there you go. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that acoustic album <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know same i'm, I'm know, into it fingers crossed truly though i love the insight into the orange county punk scene mm-hmm. you know the the sticker wars the pre-social media age band hustle yeah, you know yeah. it just has such a like feeling of purity to it now oh, no. back when you didn't just post you like made flyers that's yeah. right and then you walk on your legs and you put them up it was <laughs> crazy right. yeah yeah <laughs> you put them on light posts uh yeah. somebody else took them down but seriously though like you know that that scene it's uh just and that age it has so much kind of grit and mm. and heart like i mean how punk is it to be a guitar player in a band and like not own a guitar <laughs> <laughs> that's so tony kim i love it savage like for a very long time uh, when we talked to Tony, the reopening of the world was still very uncertain, but we are pleased to report that Dance with the Dead has been touring the U.S., has a bunch of European dates scheduled in the fall, as well as some very cool festival spots in the States. They also have a new album out called Driven to Madness, plus they just hit 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. Woo! We'll put links in the show notes, but you should definitely follow them on Instagram to keep up to date. And hey, you know, you can um, also follow uh, us. Yeah. Our handle is Rockwardness. Do it. And we would appreciate so much if you would like, follow, subscribe, whatever your preferred podcasting platform calls it. And if you really want to do us a solid rate and review. So thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Keep it rockward.